Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Mephisto fans, Wolverine fans. Uh, who else? Who else, Ben? Uh, Wolverine fans, uh, Doctor Strange fans, Reed Richards fans. Uh, did I miss Professor X? Jacob? Professor X fans. Yep, Magneto fans. Ah, ah, Quicksilver fans. I know y'all are out there too. <laughs> um, Iron Man fans. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Infinity Film Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Roger Clevetrot, and if you couldn't tell by that. Uh, trolling intro, or if you didn't see the title, we are here to talk all things about the Water Division finale and um, just the series as a whole. And of course, I never do these shows alone, so I've got with me my fantastic friend and wonderful co-host, Mephisto. How you doing, Mephisto? Oh, I guess that's me. Um, yes. Yeah, glad glad to be here uh, doing the podcast again, talking about Water Division. And uh, I just wanted to say, uh, what is podcasting if not entertainment persevering okay well thank you benjamin for that ben we have a a very familiar guest with us today yes we do it is jacob welcome back jacob hey guys i'm actually jacob from the multiverse i'm the one from the fox universe so just to let you guys know oh cool that's exciting And I was like, he was in that Days of Future Past, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. <I swore. laughs> it was a fun film to be a part of, Rod. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah, where was my invite? I don't know. I didn't know you then. Sorry. <laughs> but, but when we do X-Men Days of Future Past 2, I'll be sure to give you a call. <laughs> it's going to be called Days of Further Past, actually. Oh, that, that'll be the title. Oh. Ooh, who's the villain? I don't know. Who'd be a good villain? Dr. Doom? No, that's Fantastic Four. He doesn't. I don't think he does anything in, in that. Wait, you need somebody that's good at time hopping, like an evil Doc Brown or something from Back to the Future. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Great, Scott. <laughs> oh, boy, we have fun on this podcast. Um, so, yeah, we have a we're going to get into some 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 spoiler talk about the finale and have a great old discussion. We have some uh, input from some people who couldn't join us today, so Ben and I are going to make sure we read their input on the finale and just the show as a whole. And then we're just going to talk about the future of Disney Plus and you know some of the shows we're excited for and all that good stuff. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get started with the uh, spoiler discussion for episode nine titled The Series Finale. Great title. Great title. Great um, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to say my thoughts for last. I'm going to let you go first, Benjamin, because this was a pretty, uh, pretty satisfying conclusion. If you ask me, what say you? Yeah, I would, I would definitely say I was satisfied. A lot of people, or I've heard several people saying they were disappointed. I wasn't quite disappointed, but I would say um, I'm kind of in the middle that it, the, the whole series was building up and building up. Uh, and not that I expected Mephisto or someone <laughs> crazy, uh, to, to show up here at the end, but some of the action uh, wasn't to the caliber, I guess I thought it would be. Um, and I know some of that was because of the pandemic. Um, they couldn't film everything they wanted to uh, and, and were working on some of the CGI from home, I guess. And there were a lot of conveniences in this episode. Uh, getting into spoilers, you know, Darcy kind of just showing up at the right time and then vanishing. Uh, vision showing up at the right time too but i think it was still fun and and definitely satisfying and the emotional moments especially uh hit me hard so yeah i think i think overall it was good and you know definitely with marvel 
this is her first venture into television land. So it was really weird and out there, <laughs> uh, exciting experience watching it week to week. So I think it was a, a pretty good finale. What about you, Jacob? Oh, I, I think I think I liked it on about the same level as you, Ben. I really liked it. It was good, but definitely not without some flaws. But it wasn't perfect, but really good still. And um, I wasn't really disappointed at all. You know, I can't say there was anything that let me down. I know a lot of people were looking forward to those cameos, but it's okay that we didn't get them. And I almost think it's better that we didn't because it might have felt a little overstuffed if we did get them. I think Marvel knew exactly what they were doing. They had it right on point. It was a great story uh, about Wanda and her uh, dealing with grief. And, and, you know, it all wrapped up really nice. Those scenes at the end were really emotional. It was just all beautifully tied together, I thought, in that last episode. And uh, the only like complaint I had was I just thought some of the non-super characters and Monica included maybe just didn't have as much screen time as I would have liked. Yeah. Like I think Darcy only got like one line, which was kind of disappointing because she's so funny. You want to see her do stuff, you know. And Monica, I think luckily, thankfully, they're going to do a lot more with her in future movies. So we'll get to see her again. But I just I kind of wanted to see her punch someone or something. I don't know. But uh, but she was really good. And and uh, the action scenes that we did get were really awesome. The vision fight one was great. And, you know, everything with Agatha and Wanda was really awesome. And I don't think that's the last we've seen of some of those characters either. So. I, I, I'm, it left me wanting more, but it also fulfilled me with what I wanted to see. So it was good. <laughs> you know, we went into this finale with a lot of expectations and theories. And it felt that that week, like I guess last week, last week, there was so much hype going into that finale. You know, some people, you know, that I talked to, you know, on Instagram or, you know, you know, some pages were just saying that you know they were more hyped for this, this is the most hype they've ever been for like a mcu and i was like you know wow. did you have you guys forgotten how hyped we all were for like infinity war and endgame and civil war and winter soldier and all that stuff um you got short memories but you know it's to each their own you know i can't i can't speak for everyone's hype level and stuff like that um it certainly wasn't that for me but i was still very excited i you know um and I was not let down. I guess I probably enjoyed it the most out of the three of us here today. Ben, you know this very well. I can forgive some flaws if the emotional level is there. Yeah. And for me, that I, I think we can all agree that the emotion was definitely there. Um, this There was a lot of highlight emotional moments. And I think we can all agree that the ending was probably WandaVision's goodbye was really, really touching. Probably one of the more emotional goodbyes of the MCU. Still not maybe, you know, Pepper saying bye to Tony. It wasn't quite on that level, but it was pretty close. It was pretty close. And this was Wanda kind of finishing out her five stages of grief, guys. Acceptance. And uh, I'm glad we got to see that. And uh, what it can't be a state, Jacob, it wasn't um, the cookie cutter good ending that, you know, that he was afraid of. Uh, of and it wasn't the traumatic uh, ending he was hoping for. It's in the middle, and I kind of like that because I was kind of hoping for two, some really bad consequences for Wanda, and she got some. Lost the kids, lost her, lost the, you know, lost Vision and lost the Hex. Obviously, lost the her little fantasy world, but she didn't really. It's kind of hard to arrest her again when she's already been arrested once. And I feel like Marvel probably didn't want to go down sure. that route again after yeah. Civil War, um, but she is on the run again. 
and and our buddy Zach, he said it best on I think on our live stream that she's kind of like the new Bucky, you know, with being on the run and stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm really interested to seeing where if she's gonna pop up in Doctor Strange too. Well, she is in Doctor Strange too. What kind of what role she plays? I think we got a better idea in that second post credit scene. <laughs> yeah, um, she's probably gonna cause a lot of chaos. So yep, you know, I, I'm looking forward to that. But I think you both talked about the Vision fight. I liked. More than the fight, just them two talking in the li- in that library. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it reminded me a lot. I had a lot of Charles and and uh, and uh, why am I freaking like why am I freaking his name? <laughs> Charles and uh, Eric, um, yeah. Xavier and Magneto moment. Uh, just you know them always like playing chess and having those you know philosophical and, and discussions and stuff. I got that kind of vibe with that too, with White Vision and fake vision i guess our vision i guess yeah. just call them our vision our vision and, and um so yeah there's a, there a lot of good moments i will agree with you though jacob the lack of darcy and jimmy was kind of underwhelming i'm okay with monica because we know she'll be in captain marvel too so i was okay with that and she got a pretty cool post-credit scene so i, I was good with that I think I'd heard that there was a scene they couldn't film um, or maybe they started and it was cut or something with her yeah, and the yeah, kids featured, fighting more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was, fe- it was featuring her Darcy, Monica, the kids, and they were going to fight the cat who was going to be the demon, the bunny. Yeah. The bunny. Yeah. yeah. The cat, the, yeah, the bunny. Um, <laughs> Cats are evil though. Wow. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you know, COVID obviously that stuff. And then, yeah. You know, there's there are there's a lot of comic book pages and Marvel pages complaining like, well, they should they they should just postponed it. Okay, hey, well, you guys are the same ones complaining that you guys were missing Marvel content. So which one is it? Because if I would have had to been another like month or two delay, and you would have been bitching and complaining, oh, I my one division. Yeah. <laughs> so I think you should just be happy with what you got, and and and, and let it be. Okay, because they already had to go back and do reshoots during the pandemic anyway. So I think we should, I think. I can tell the three of us, you know, we're definitely grateful for what we got. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it was really cool that they started with this one too, especially with how weird it is. Cause not that Falcon winter soldier was be disappointing, but I, I feel like it's kind of more mainstream maybe, but you know, buddy cop uh, feeling. So they, they could have started out with that, but with this WandaVision, you know, harkening back to the old days of television and, you know, like it's like a slow burn mystery, uh, which I know right. is kind of popular these days too. But uh, yeah, I just thought it was it was really well done, and it really, uh, I guess, kind of risky <laughs> for them to do, um, but for their first project at least. So yeah, I think too to that point, like because we were supposed to have Black Widow and then Falcon Winter Soldier. No, actually, am I right there? Was it Black Widow then Falcon Winter Soldier? Yeah, Black Widow, then Falcon Winter Soldier, and then it was either WandaVision or Eternals was next after after that. Um, and then you know, you know, COVID happened, yada yada yada. Uh, we all know the story there. So I'm I'm glad I'm good with this format that we have now because, like you said, Ben, this was something different, something unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 to that point, there's a lot of pressure on Falcon Winter Soldier now because they gotta have to either. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be bad. I don't think any of us are expecting it to be bad, but yeah. I think you're definitely going to get those fans. Like, well, you know, it wasn't as good as WandaVision. You know, it's, it's a failure. 
I, I think we need to temper our expectations that they're two very different shows. So comparing the two was kind of unfair to Falcon Winter Soldier and Awan Division. So mm-hmm. that's a conversation for another day. Let's talk about Ralph Boner because that was kind of the uh, the thing the internet's kind of blowing up about. Yeah. Now the MCU has before kind of done this with characters, Mandarin being one, Iron Man three. I actually one, yeah. like that twist. Yeah, I like that twist a lot. I think mm-hmm. you did too, Ben, right? Jacob, what were your thoughts about that Mandarin twist in the third Iron Man movie? I've always been cool with it. I, I didn't really read the comics, so for me, I thought it was funny. Like, I know, yeah. I just, a lot of people I know were complaining, and at first I didn't really get it, but, but you know, I, I've never had an issue with it. As someone, I guess I've, I guess out of the three of us, I guess I've, well, you guys have all read comics before, but I guess I've probably read the most. Ben, you've read some comics before, haven't you? I don't think like an actual. Oh, okay. Fifty cent comic. I don't think so. <laughs> um. Well, I guess I, I guess as someone who has read a lot of the comics, it didn't really bother me. I I, I thought it took a lot of Marvel had a lot of balls to do that, and I, I I applaud them for it. And I thought it was a twist that actually worked, and we're it suited well for the movie. Plus, we're get, we're getting the actual Mandarin now in Shang Chi, so I'm I'm cool with it. And then there was another controversy with uh, Nick Fury losing his eye, how he lost his eye. That was a, that was a whole thing for a while because I guess they made a big deal out of it in Winter Soldier. But it wasn't really that. If you understand Nick Fury, he always bends the truth. So, you know, I get it. It's it's nothing really. What it's whatever. And then the scrolls. There are no people complaining about this, the whole scrolls thing. Um, I like the twist with the scrolls, them being good instead of bad. Um, ben, you're shaking your head, so I guess you agree. You agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Jacob? Yeah, neither one of those bothered me. I thought the goose the cat thing was funny, but so <laughs> I, I got a pop figure of him actually. I think he's cool. I I hope Goose comes back sometime. But but uh, but but yeah, and the scrolls thing. I don't think they're done with that. There might be some bad scrolls oh, out no. there still. Oh, you know, yeah. well, with Secret Invasion coming out on Disney Plus, they have that. The scrolls are definitely not done. Mm-hmm. And it's just like there's good people and bad people. So why can't there be good scrolls and bad scrolls? You know, yep. it's just one of those things. I I was fine with that too. So uh, yeah, with this whole Ralph Boner thing, I think we need to relax because Mar- we Marvel never told us that this was going to be Quicksilver. This was just us as fans speculating. Oh my God, Quicksilver! Well, except for me, because I tried telling, I tried telling all y'all that this wasn't Quicksilver. I think yeah. Ben, you were with me though. You yeah, with I was with ben. you. I, yeah. I thought it was cool. Yeah, seeing um, we see that silver hair at first, and I was like, oh, Quicksilver, cool. And yeah. then it shows Evan Peters, and I was like, whoa, no way. But yeah, after thinking about it a little bit, I was like, I, I don't think that's actually from the Fox universe, Quicksilver. Right. They, they would. Plus- bring him in on a tv show <laughs> you introduce or, any of the x-men first right you want to do quicksilver you would do wolverine <laughs> sure yeah that's true too that, that's just me personally i mean they don't have it would be like wolverine or magneto or or someone else yeah xavier yeah they want to be quicksilver um i you probably introduced storm before quicksilver i would think <laughs> uh what about you jacob were you I know you weren't disappointed, but were you thinking for a while that was Quicksilver from the X Men universe? Oh, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, 
I like kind of wanted to believe it was. I don't know if I really bought into it though. It was one of those things like I wanted to see it happen and like Marvel kind of knew what they were doing too. It's oh, not yeah, like Absolutely. It's not like they were just like, "Oh, this is just all a big coincidence." No. Like they they gave him that silver hair for a reason and the music when it panned, it went up just to get you going, you know. They knew it. And then even in this last episode, that little man cave he had, it looked just like the one from Days of Future Past. Like they were yep. they were trolling us. But you know what? It didn't upset me. I was I was all right with it. It and it, it, it honestly the joke made me laugh too. I thought it was pretty funny. Like it was funny he even laughed at his name. Like it's just yeah. like, yeah. like I, I don't know. I thought it was clever. I, I, I didn't see it coming, just like Quicksilver says. Um, and it was a good little thing. But man, I, I would love to see that fox quicksilver again somehow just because evan peters is so great in that role and he, mm -hmm. he i liked him more than aaron taylor johnson even and and uh, yeah and i like yeah. this series more than the x-men series but but uh it just it would be cool to see him come back somehow but it might have felt forced if they would have done it here uh, just with everything else going on it would have been like it, it, but i do think this is a tease or i heard somebody mention it like kind of like almost like a red herring for, I think I heard that on Mr. Sunday Movies. Um, if you ever watch that YouTube channel, uh, it's like a red herring for the the uh, multiverse because they're teasing it. Like, I mean, if you remember back in Spider-Man Far From Home, they were talking about how um, Mysterio was from the multiverse, you know, and they're, right. they're just adding these little things in there to get, I think, tease us. And then they're going to do something big at some point, I feel like. But they're, ju they're just not ready for it yet. Mm hmm. That's that's a good one. That's a good. That's yeah. I gotta go back and watch because I like Mr. Sunday movies, so I gotta go back and watch that, Jacob. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I I think you're right. It's it was more definitely more of a troll than anything. Uh, this was Kevin Feige just kind of having fun with us us the fans, and you know, it's a good way to get people to one sign up for the service and two watch the show. You know, and I Marvel <laughs> Marvel's really good at their marketing. They know what they were doing. They, they, they're not stupid. Uh, it, I, I just believe Feige doesn't want to introduce the X-Men in the Disney Plus show. But I'm going to stick to my guns on that, too. I, yeah. I think he's going to wait for a movie. Yep. You know, I think they announced, too, that uh, the Mutants is uh, a future. Well, that's always been a rumor. Nothing's been movie. confirmed. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, but I, I don't think... No, I could be wrong. Has Variety said anything about it? Or, like, Hollywood Reporter... I don't know who. I've just seen it several places on Instagram. Yeah, that's why I was like, I know it wasn't always too. <laughs> yeah, and because so like a bunch of the MCU pages were running, and I was like, oh, interesting. So, uh, I you know I'm just you know you know us. We gotta be careful with where we find our information these days because you know I'm gonna pick on you, Jacob. But Jacob could post something tomorrow night and being like, I I heard uh, uh, John. Uh, uh, I don't know. Steve Carell's coming back to or coming to pay play Captain America. I don't, I don't know, <laughs> you know. So, and that would be a story for two days. Yeah. And Feige's gonna be like, I I've never talked to Steve Carell. So, you know, it, it gets around that easy though, Rod. You're not wrong. I mean, it's yeah. kind of funny. Somebody just says something. My one question about the mutants is that going to be a prequel to the new mutants? No, I'm just kidding. That won't that won't be true. <laughs> but but you know, it, it, they're going with a similar title there. Yeah, that, that, I think they probably just want to go away from X Men. Yeah, I'm fine with mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, just you know, Marvel's never really 
been faithful to the comics. They they use it as a inspiration for their movies, but never as a you know page to page adaptations or whatever. So um, anything else, guys, I missed from the finale? Like you said, the action was really good. Um, I I enjoyed the Wanda and uh, Agatha fights, especially when she turns she she uh, turns the tide and has that hex on so Agatha couldn't use her powers. I thought that was really clever of Wanda. Um, there were some people like, how did Wanda learn how to do that that fast? And I yeah. Was like, yeah, yeah, okay. And comic books, come on. I mean, it, it, calm down. Relax. All right. It was it was cool. It was cool. But her uh, her new suit is awesome. I like oh, it a lot. Dude, so good. Yeah. So good. I love uh, how they uh, they kind of modernize and uh, I guess re- redesign, but they keep the original feel and colors and everything of mm-hmm. the suits so yeah they make it not look cheesy and stupid yeah so yep <laughs> marvel's, really been, marvel's done a really good job with that the only costume i've ever not liked from any of these marvel movies is really just cap suit in the first avengers movie i did not like that suit that. at all yeah it just didn't work for me but it wasn't there for long so i was good with it um but yeah anything else guys you know the, that that those post credit scenes. Obviously, we got the first one sending up Captain Marvel 2 and probably Secret Invasion with Monica going up and talking to probably Fury up in, uh, up in space. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious about that. I'm really curious too. Like, I'm glad we didn't, I'm glad we didn't find out why Monica was so mad at Carol. Cause obviously, that's going to be a big thing going into Captain Marvel 2. Yeah. It's probably got something to do with her mom. Clearly, mm-hmm. it's got something to do with her mom. Uh, what that is exactly, well, who knows? Uh, we'll have to wait a year and a half because it comes out November of next year, which seems so far away, but we blink and it'll be here before we know it. So, um, yeah. And then obviously, the second post credit scene was setting up probably more Doctor Strange 2 than Spider Man 3. But uh, I'm curious, like, how this all connects to Spider Man 3 now because. Kevin Feige did say at the investors meeting last year that this was all connected. How? Right. Yeah, <laughs> I guess uh, Spidey, <clears throat> Spidey will dabble into the multiverse as well, but uh, we shall see. Yeah, I mean, with all those castings with Electro, I still don't understand why they're bringing Electro back. Out of all the Spider-Man <laughs> villains, they could bring back, bring back Electro. Yeah, and that was like the first one they <laughs> mm-hmm. or slipped through at least. So I don't know. We'll see. But I am, I, you know, Ben, you and I are big fans of Spider-Man too, so I'm glad that Doc yeah. Ock's coming back. I'm excited for that. All these villains died too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, that was you guys. Oh, there we go. I'm sure it'll just be like a short cameo or something, but uh, of a of an alternate know, timeline or something. I feel like oh. this, I feel like they might be setting up either a multiverse kind of thing, or they're setting up a Sinister Six. Hmm. I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. What do you think, Jacob? Oh, it could be both. I don't know. I'm I'm really excited. I I I I, I want to see the other Spider-Man men come in and and be with uh, the, our Spider-Man. We have now. I think that'd be really cool. I don't know. That would get all my nostalgia pumping, and it would just oh man. I know a lot of people don't want it, but I I, I know it would bring a big smile to my face. I just I I kind of hope it. I I really hope it happens, and I'm trying not to get my expectations too high. Because I don't 
want to see Spider-Man three. And then, Oh, the Toby Maguire didn't show up dancing in a portal. And then, and then I don't want to be disappointed, you know, but not, not that he probably shouldn't dance in. That'd be funny. But I, I, uh, I, I just, I want it to happen. I really do. But I just, I, with all these like Marvel news, well, not news, but uh, rumors and stuff that were shot down in the WandaVision finale, it's kind of making me lose hope that that stuff in spider-man 3 or no it's not called spider-man 3 anymore it's called spider-man no, no way home it i don't i'm starting to wonder if any of that's going to come true either you know it's just it, it's like like you were saying it's hard to know what to believe anymore with a lot of the, the marvel news yeah it's uh i think i think that's kind of what foggy wants you know they've been doing this ever since really infinity war and Endgame. you know you know with cutting stuff out of trailers and fake scenes and and uh you know like we never knew the plot for infinity war and endgame i think i feel like they're, they're gonna they, they found out how successful that was so they're just kind of keeping that same you know path i feel like for most of these marvel projects going forward now because really when we went to wandavision we still had no idea what this was about other than wanda and vision are living the perfect sitcom lifestyle mm-hmm. so and falcon Winter soldier we have this we had no clue what the heck what the hell this movie uh, show was going to be about? So, I love that. Truthfully, um, but now sets up the danger of theories and setting up for disappointment. So, be careful, fans. Just be careful. Be careful. But let's talk about uh, some of my favorite performances that were not from Elizabeth Olsen or Paul Bettany. Oh, <clears throat> I oh, wanted to oh, read wait. the messages real quick. Oh yeah, you want? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, my buddy Troy couldn't make the episode, but uh, he wrote in something I'll read you right now. He said, overall, I thought the episode set up the new phase of the MCU perfectly, exclamation point. Uh, Wanda has finally become the Scarlet Witch and finally realizing her true power. I'm excited to see what Marvel has in store. Also, a question. Will Wanda slash Scarlet Witch become the new plot driver for the next Avengers movies like how Tony Stark was? So... I... Yeah. That's yeah. a, well, first of all, thank. Well, first of all, I gotta give Troy some thanks for doing those IG lives. Yep. Those past uh, um, for the Wandavision mm-hmm. on our yeah those Wandavision spoiler reviews. It was great having them on for you guys. Did what episodes two, four, and six? Mm-hmm. Right? No. Three. Uh, we did three of them. I think. Seven. Yeah. Three. Five, yeah. Five and seven. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Troy did a really good job. Yep. So thank Always you Troy, for, for doing that. Thank you. Uh, as far as Wanda. I, it's always been a question I've been pondering of like who is going to be the face of the MCU because we can all agree that the Infinity Saga was really about Tony and Cap. I don't know if there's going to be a face of the MCU moving forward because there's so many characters and there's so many right. you know, and there's so many new faces they're introducing. I think she's going to be a force, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Did you lose me? Can you hear me? I lost you guys for a second. Breaking up a little bit. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't think she's going to be like a face of, you know, like a driving force. But I think within these next couple movies, she'll be a problem. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, And he also kind of tacked on, do you think Wanda will become evil since she was using that, uh, the the dark hold at the end credit scene, like we mentioned? Yeah. and yeah, I'm, I'm leaning towards <laughs> she's going to, you know, well, evil, he throw that word out. But I think she she's going to be setting her mind to something that will put a lot of people in harm uh, 
kind of like you know what she was doing here with uh, making the hex and everything. I don't think she fully realized what she was doing to these people in this little New Jersey town, um, even though she was getting what she wanted. So, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I, I agree with you. I don't think the next Avengers movies she'll be like the new Iron Man leader of the Avengers and everything, but. Uh, I think it, at least like we said with Doctor Strange, she'll be a big plot device or, or plot driver for that movie. Uh, so, but yeah, thanks Troy for sending that in. And then uh, Rod, I think Zach sent you something. Yes, yes, he did. Um, so Zach couldn't be here either. And Zach was also a part of our uh, WandaVision live streams that we were doing. So thanks, Zach, for doing that. Um, Yes, Zach just says, WandaVision is now my second favorite MCU property, which I'm sure we're going to get to in a little bit. It's the near-perfect character study. It enhances these small characters and makes them a household name now. The chemistry is stellar, and finally seeing the title Scarlet Witch was a dream come true. I can't wait for this future of Phase 4. And then I called him Shakespeare. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I echo pretty much every, well, i'm not going to echo everything he says because i disagree with some of that stuff but yeah I, I i am excited for the rest of phase four as well it's a really great character study i'm still not ready to say it's as good as a character study as tony's and iron man 3 with him dealing with his ptsd but it's right up there for me in terms of like you know what thor went through at end game and you know this was really about wanda just coming to terms with one who she is and to her finally getting that final goodbye to Vision mm-hmm. because she really didn't get that in Infinity War. And when she came back at Endgame, even though it was five years, it was like five minutes for her. You know, she, when she woke up, she had to go into battle. Yep. And then, oh, yeah, got to go to Tony's funeral. So um, she really hasn't had that true goodbye, and I'm glad she was able to get that this time. Jacob, do you want to add anything else before I move on? You know, another thing you could say about WandaVision, it's almost like a cautionary tale of what happens when you watch too much TV growing up. So parents can show <laughs> this to their kids and be like, this is what's going to happen, kids. You're going to torture all these people. No, but everything you, Rod and Zach and Troy said, it was all perfect. So I totally agree. Just a great character study on Wanda and her grief and and just a, a beautiful uh, point for her character. Well said, Jacob. Well said. Well, let's move on because I do want to talk about uh, some favorite performances. But I, I did want to put a spin on it and not talk about Elizabeth and Paul because we've already given them so much love. And I I, I think we can all agree that I, I, I've been campaigning for her to get the Emmy nomination. And I, I'm sticking to that. Uh, one of them is going to get a nomination, I feel like. Hope so. If they're going to win it, that's a, that's, a, that's, a different, that's a different story because – let me say this if it hadn't been for the finale when it became a true comic book you know property i feel like elizabeth Olsen would have had a really great case it did become the comic book prop the mcu property that we all know and sure. we all know how people feel about that so we'll see what happens you know we'll, we'll see um but i do want to you know talk about some of these performances that we might not talk about once these other shows start to air so and I'm going to start with you, Jacob, and talk about one of you. I know for you, I think I know for you who your favorite performance is, but why don't you go ahead and, and, and talk about it? Well, as much as I love that shark in the commercial, 
the you know, I really I got to go with Catherine Hahn as um, uh, Agatha. She was so good in this show. And I think part of the reason is because I was so surprised. I'd never seen her act this way. You know, she's come a long way since Parks and Recreation and Step Brothers. You know, just seeing her act like all goofy and stuff. But in this, she has some pretty serious scenes she's got to do. You know, that whole Salem witch trials scene is crazy. It's pretty emotional. And you, you see her kind of lash out with some evil in this show. And I really like that about her. But on top of that, it's fun to see her play like the sidekick best friend through all the eras. And she does such a good job with just that. And that would have been good enough alone. But then the twist in her character, it's awesome. Then she's singing too. She, she has the song that's so memorable that came out of nowhere too. But yeah, I love Catherine Hahn in this show. I would also be okay if she got a supporting actress uh, Emmy nomination of some kind. I think she deserves it. Um, uh, you know, there's just a lot of great acting in this show all around that I, I think I was kind of not, I, I don't expect that, that came on me unexpectedly a little bit. I knew it was going to have good action. I knew it was going to have comedy and stuff, but I didn't expect all the emotional beats and as much. And, you know, they really go through like every emotion you could have in this show. All these characters do you see Wanda, I mean, not Wanda, but Elizabeth uh, Olsen playing all these sitcom characters. People have won Emmys before, like, you know, like Lucille Ball. She's kind of channeling her. She's channeling like Julie Bowen from Modern Family, all these iconic people. And she's doing it week after week. And it's just amazing. Then when she switches to her regular Wanda character, she's done some of the most amazing things she's ever done. So just all around great. But my favorite performance besides Elizabeth and Paul, I got to go Catherine. It's uh, Benjamin. Let's so say you. for me, uh, I was blown away by the performance from Tiona Paris, uh, who plays Monica Rambo. She like from the get go with her uh, in the hospital and stuff. Um, it's just crazy. You can see the, you know, the grief on her face. Um, and then she's such a strong character too. And her acting beside all these other uh, greats that we've seen before and newcomers as well. I thought she really uh, stood out. Um, and then of course her becoming the, uh, the super powered person uh, she becomes. It's, it's really cool seeing her, her character arc throughout the series and yeah, getting, getting her powers of going through the hex was crazy. Uh, her fighting, you know, walking through, and then seeing her with the powers and stuff in the end was cool. So yeah, I really, uh, I haven't seen anything else that she's been in, but I know I need to, <laughs> uh, but I'm excited for her future projects too. And her future at uh, Marvel studios. Yeah. She, uh, she has a really great scene uh, in episode four where she's coming back from the blip and um, you know, she's in the hospital and she finds out her mother died. Yep. Um, that whole first of all, that whole sequence was really cool and haunting. It just shows, you know, I think it's kind of cool how all, while all that stuff and Endgame was going on, we still have this stuff in the hospital kind of going on too simultaneously with everyone coming back from the blip and people are kind of freaking out and stuff. And, you know, you, you get these worried people like, I need, to, I need a phone to call my wife and call my daughter, whatever. And here's Monica, you know, looking for her mom and her, you know, finding out that she died while she was in the snap that has to be the worst that's heartbreaking yeah yeah and i, I thought she gave a really really great performance and then her being on wanda's side really because she has that great line at in the finale of if i if i had your power i would do the same thing mm -hmm. 
bring my mom back. So yep. I, I love that. That was a great moment between her and Wanda. I'm so glad they they weren't really friends, but they made up. They made up. Yeah. I, I, I doubt we'll probably ever see them again together. Maybe Avengers 5. It just seems like they're on totally different paths right now. It seems like Monica's going to be hanging out in space for a while. So Yeah, yeah I agree. While Wanda's going to be hanging out in the multiverse. So mm-hmm. till next time, till next time. But uh, I, I was going to go with Darcy, uh, but I know Zach. Um, I'm going to say Zach, our buddy Zach. He uh, loved Kat Dennings, um, Darcy character. So I'm going to go with uh, our good pal, Jimmy Woo, played by Randall Park, whose comedic timing was on point. I mean, just from the get-go with his uh, the car trick, he finally learned the car trick from Ant-Man and the Wasp. I thought that I thought he nailed that. That was that was really great. The whole sassy best friend thing he had with you know the whole thing with the uh, Hayward. Yeah. And then um, he didn't really have a lot of action scenes. You know, he was you know he beat some guys up here and there, but he punched a few pieces. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can punch this piece of paper and call that an action scene. Like, you know, it's not like, ooh. But, uh, you know, I think I think for me, it was just comedic timing was just so good in this show. And just seeing him and Darcy together, they make a really great team. And we need that, we need that uh, Darcy and and uh, Jimmy Woo team up movie or show at least. You know, maybe like one of those Disney shorts, Marvel shorts, like, you know, like seven or eight minutes of just them hanging out mm-hmm. somewhere. Or little one shot. something. Yeah, one yeah, shot of the the hex files. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm I don't think he's been cast yet in Ant Man, uh, in the Wasp Quantumania yet. But I would love it if he would mm-hmm. uh, come back because now his character I feel like would fit right in with because in Ant Man the Wasp he was fine, you know he was he had his moments. I did like the, him and Scott's back and forth, but here I felt like he got more time to shine, and maybe it's because he was in this TV setting, you know. Not saying that he's not meant for for movies. Not saying that at all. Just seem he just seemed more comfortable mm-hmm. in this show than he was in Ant Man the Wasp. So maybe hopefully he'll be in Ant Man three, but I'm sure he'll be. He'll, I'm sure he'll pop up and, and other stuff, and maybe Darcy will too. Maybe Darcy will show up in Ant Man three because she has the best redemption arc. Because uh, I, I could not stand her the writing of her character in the first two Thor movies, and here was just like ah perfect it was perfect the way her character was handled so yeah i'm surprised none of us said hayward no love for hayward mm. huh okay i'm kind of disappointed too because they built him up as a as a interesting character i guess you know not exactly a villain but he was standing in the way of people a lot um and then you know setting up wanda uh we realized with that video and stuff but yeah and then he doesn't do much in the finale besides try to shoot her kids which I mean, that's very no, because they're not real. Yeah, not real. Uh, yeah. it was it was <laughs> quite weird. And then he's just taken out by an ice cream truck, which I know. I mean, that was funny. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No love for Hayward, but you know, I I, I think his time in the MCU might be done. Uh, yeah. He he did kind of have this interesting arc, like a Nick Fury in the first Avengers, where everything he's he's being a dick, but everything he was saying was true. And, you know, Most, in yeah. that first Avengers movie, he was being a dick and he was being shady, but he wasn't lying. He wasn't like, you know, he wasn't, uh, you know, like he had the right reasons. It's just that, you know, his execution, the way he was going about things was was wrong. And yeah, Hayward was a bigger dick than Fury, though. So. Yeah. 
We all we all love Fury. Let's talk about. You know, I was gonna. We are gonna talk about our favorite moments, but I I I, I can't believe I forgot to have this. Let's talk about our favorite episode for a minute, because I know there's only nine episodes, and I, I'm sure we all have a favorite. I know for Zach, I could speak for Zach when I say uh, his his favorite's episode eight. So I I was gonna go with episode eight too, but since Zach took episode, I'm since Zach has episode eight, I'm not gonna go that route. I'm gonna be different and go somewhere else. I'm gonna go with episode five, which was my second favorite episode. Uh, that to me was the perfect blend of drama, comedy, and surprises. Of course, that was the episode with the Quicksilver reveal. We get Wanda versus Sword for the first time when she comes out of the hex. That was badass. The way she just throws that torpedo. And first of all, when when they were going after her and she comes out and then her eyes glow when they lock. Yeah, her, that was awesome. I yeah. love that little moment. Yep. Because I was like, why, why y'all got to piss her off? You, you know what's going to happen. Don't don't try to piss off mama. Don't don't do that. But uh, you know, she's just trying to have a nice day. Nice afternoon with her kids. You know, why, why, why y'all got to do that? But my fa- I think my favorite scene that whole episode, though. Was that Wanda and Vision fight? That that whole argument scene was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, such an intense scene because the credits start rolling, right? Yeah. And I'm like, wait, oh, you can't end the episode. Oh, okay, I see what they're doing. That was kind of clever of Wanda trying to end the episode, and yeah, it's like, oh, no, 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 not, not, not this time. Mm-mm, we're gonna talk about this. So, um, there's a lot of great stuff in episode five, especially building off the momentum of episode four. And uh, that whole full house sequence was, in the- <laughs> I, I love, I love that. Yep. Uh, you got to see a little bit of baby vision, which was, I want to say, I'm not, I almost said cute, but it was really funny. It was really <laughs> funny. Um, and those look like real baby pictures of Elizabeth Olsen. I wonder if, I wonder if those were actually like. I'm sure they are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they just got some random pictures from Google photos. <laughs> um. What about you, Jacob? What, 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 uh, you have a favorite episode? Oh man, it's, it's hard because, like, I like different moments from each one of the episodes, you know, so it's hard to say one episode altogether. But I guess, oh man, it, it's tough. I like the finale a lot. I think it's really good. Um, the one you mentioned was really good too, Rod. Um, but I also like the episode, uh, I think it's the one either after that, the Malcolm in the Middle one, you know, yep. with all the six, Halloween yeah, episode. that one really stands out for me a lot just because i like the halloween vibes i grew up watching malcolm in the middle so that was really fun to see all that and on top of that i loved just vision going out to find uh you know go going out to discover what's going on with everything you know it was just so eerie and so weird and you're kind of seeing what's happening beyond what we've been seeing already in the show through vision's eyes and you're following him and just that interaction he has with Catherine Hahn is so weird at the time, especially when you don't know what's going on. It's like, well, what's she doing? You know, is she, is she in on this or is she not? And then when, of course, when he's trying to go outside the hex, that was awesome. You know, it was really cool, yeah. really emotional moment. Um, and you don't, at first I didn't realize like, Oh wow. Is he like flying apart? And then you see, yeah, he is. And then you're like, okay, you kind of put together that vision and the kids are probably a part of this thing. You know, they're not really there. They are, but they aren't, you know? So, um, but yeah, that episode really ramped things up even more. And, uh, but there, there's so many good episodes in this show. I mean, they're all good. I think on some level, you know, Absolutely. yeah, I think 
I would probably say episode five, uh, like you ride for that ending. Um, but since you took it, I'll, uh, I want to shout out episode two, which yes. I still think has, yes. you know, episode one kind of introduced us to the, um, the way the show was going to go, I guess, and the, you know, comedy, uh, and sitcom and stuff. But episode two had a perfect balance. I thought of that, uh, old time sixties comedy and then weird stuff too, that was going on. Um, cause I think it ended with the beekeeper, uh, coming up through the, the manhole in the street. So yeah, I just thought that was a really well done episode. Um, and then, Episode four also was cool where we finally get outside the hex for the first time and it's kind of showing, you know, what's going on in the real world. And when they were showing some of the things that, you know, the real people had done um, that had gone into the hex, like the, that little helicopter they were doing and it looked like a drone and everything or the drone that looked like a helicopter inside the hex. Um, I, I remember out loud i said this is awesome because <laughs> it was just so cool how it connected to the past few weeks so yeah th- those two i liked a lot yeah i think episode two for me um that moment that the, the talent show obviously that that whole yeah. sequence was great um but for me i think the highlight of that episode besides the talent show was just that final sequence with the beekeeper and then when Wanda just says no, dude, I got scared. I got chills. I was yeah. like, oh, what? You know, because that's like that, that was your real first indication. Like, OK, Something how much weird. control does Wanda have yeah. in this in this reality? Because at first, you know, after the first episode, you're like, is she trapped? You know, right. are they trapped or what, mm-hmm. what's, what's going on here? And then after that, it's like, oh, it was Wanda all along, you know, so. um. Obviously, that wasn't obviously that was kind of the case, but um, yeah, there's there's so many great moments throughout this entire sh- entire series, and I just want to shout out episode seven too because um, when I was when I did my ranking, I put that higher up on my list, episode seven, because I, I just like that whole modern family kind of office vibe they were going for. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a little that was a lot lower on a lot of people who people who I follow at least on Instagram. I follow people put that lower on their list, so I just want to give a shout out to episode seven because I I quite enjoyed that episode. I thought that was some of the best acting Lizzie, 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 Elizabeth Olsen had done to that point. So, yeah, just just like you said, Jacob, so many great moments. I, you can talk about five, 50 great moments from each episode. I mean, we could be here all day just talking about that. So let's move on, though. And just and I guess we don't really have to talk about favorite moments. because We've already kind of touched on a few already. I do want to shout out, though, that episode eight, that moment between her and, and Vision and the Avengers compound. So good. I mean, that's that's some of the best, not just acting, but just one of the best moments in any MCU property, period. I've already put it in my top five of just all-time favorite moments. Such an emotional moment between those two. And, you know, that I think Paul Bettany even came out and said that that was improvised. Um, that they added it in later because mm-hmm. uh, he didn't like where this, they didn't like where the scene was going. Uh well done, Paul Benton. If you want to have a future in screenwriting, go for it, man. I shoot, killed it. Uh, so yeah, I wanted to get that shout out. Ben, any other moments you want to talk about before we move on? Yeah, for comedy wise, the the talent show, uh, that magic show from the episode two, I thought was hilarious, and yep. Paul Bettany killed it. He was, you know, it's vision. He doesn't get many um, 
well, at least he's he's quite monotone and then serious a lot of the time, but he was right. hilarious there um, and wanted to try to fix everything. Uh, and then, yeah, for the serious moments, really that that ending goodbye, uh, starting oh. with her tucking her kids into bed was just heartbreaking. And then her uh, discussion with, with Vision uh, on the first floor, and you can see the, the hex moving in on the house and stuff, and they, they have their final discussion uh together yeah that line dude of um thank you for letting thank you for choosing me to be your mom dude yeah oh my god yeah that was uh it it, you could if i don't know if you guys noticed it but next time if you guys do watch the finale again i don't know if you guys noticed but if you see vision he's like having a hard time like even trying to say goodbye like he he like goes downstairs real quickly because he know he knows what's gonna you know what's about to happen and stuff so But that moment before all that, too, when Vision's like, I know you're going to put things right, but not for us. Mm. That hurt, man. That mm. hurt. Gosh, yeah, yeah really good writing about, here. Yeah, Vision, you know, he's always about doing the right thing. He's kind of like, in a way, he's kind of like Superman, always trying to do the right thing, you know? Um, oh, so many great moments. Jacob, Shut me up, man, because I could I can go on all day. What you got, you got some fair moments, man? Oh, you guys mentioned I think all of them, but I <laughs> I, 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 I just all the good ones. Um, the ones I wrote down though, the one I mentioned earlier with the Halloween, you know, Vision finding out everything, uh, Wanda coming out of Westview for the first time. I know Rod mentioned that when she gets mad at everybody and makes them turn their guns on each other. That was really cool. Oh, such a good moment. It, it just felt like you're like, wow, she's ba. You know, it just mm-hmm. was so good. And uh, and I love the Salem Witch Trials flashback. I don't know. There's something really eerie about that scene. And um, I joked it kind of felt like they're setting up Hocus Pocus 2 for <laughs> Disney+. Plus, But I don't think yeah. they really are. But I would be down with seeing Agatha Harkness and that. Maybe the, the, the witches have to team up and defeat her. Well, no, nah, that won't happen. But it would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I, I also loved the magic show scene, too. That was really great. It was just so funny and just so clever. Just so many good lines in that, you know. Um, I, I I think it was also from that episode. I like the the part where uh, Vision goes to the the meeting of the guys that in the neighborhood watch. I thought that yeah. was funny. How he yeah. accuses that one guy of being a communist just out of nowhere. <laughs> just, that was that was really hilarious. But it just uh, that was good. And then, like you guys also mentioned, when Wanda says goodbye, one of the best emotional beats probably from the MCU so far. Um, just great acting by Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany and the kids too. It was all great. And uh, I, uh, yeah, I just, I loved it. It almost, it brings a tear to your eye when you watch it and mm-hmm. it's just really well done. Yeah. So many, so many great moments. And, you know, there was a, there was a moment too. And I, I forgot what episode it was. It might've been, it was episode six when she's talking to Quicksilver just about, you know, when, he or really Agatha was trying to, you know, get you know get her to talk about how she was doing everything, and she's like, you know, I just, I don't remember anything. It was just no, endless nothing. It was like endless nothingness, right? Um, that whole that whole little speech she gives was really kind of really sad. So, um, and that whole scene too, when she goes to the house, um, at, you know, after she's she's leaving Sword Headquarters and she's going to the deed to the house that Vision, you know, that Vision got for them and that little note of for us to grow old in. Oh, and then she has that bit, her final breakdown. Right. And then it all just, 
that's how it all starts. And it seems like to me, the longer she stayed in the hex, the the she forgets some things. Yeah. I, I think she, I think she did forget how this all started. You know, we were kind of questioning that for like eight, seven or eight weeks. Like, oh, you know, maybe she's just fooling us. Maybe she's lying. I think she did forget. It, it seemed like the longer she had stayed in there, the the more she really forgot or kind of a damage being done. And there's some really haunting scenes too, like in the finale with, you know, when Agatha was letting the, letting the townspeople go. Yeah. They're all kind of, you know, coming out of their trance and you get everybody kind of like, Hey, you know, help us, get us out, get us out. And oh, such, such a lot of great stuff in there too. So, but we must move on then because, you know, time and, you know, I don't want to talk for two hours, whatever. <sighs> anyway, um, I guess the bit one of the big questions is where does this rank in our MCU list? And we know we all have our different lists. You know, uh, Ben Ben's list is different than mine. Jacobs is different than ours, and so on and so forth. Uh, you know, for me, Ben, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I don't I don't know if any MCU show or movie will ever get into my top four. What I call I can't really call it Trinity, so I'm just gonna call it my Holy Grail of uh endgame infinity war civil war and uh, the first avengers movie but this is kind of it's really close it's right up there with four ragnarok which is my number five and winter soldier my number six and i may think i'm number seven it's 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 safely in there it's somewhere in that range so um i can't put up a firm ranking on it but it's definitely in my top 10 for sure yeah i'm kind of like you too i didn't uh get a specific number for it but those there's certain movies like you said infinity war in game and then for me uh winter soldier and that first guardians movie that just it's it's gonna be very hard to, to beat those for me um so but I, I would say i would say high middle tier for for the show yeah i'll put it firmly in high middle tier <laughs> and uh but excited to see what what other uh what the other shows will will bring us as well jacob where is it on your list Oh, I like how Rod had the. He said those ones were like a holy grail. Like, <laughs> I, I better be choosing wisely then. For what I said this. Yeah. I had to, I'm sorry, I had to bring Indiana Jones. Into it, but uh, but I, 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 I'm kind of like there's like there's probably like seven or eight movies I I don't know if I can put WandaVision ahead of, um, just because I love those movies so much and and maybe it's just because they're just such a part of the MCU now and what I love about it already. And, uh, but I think this is somewhere between like nine and 12 on the ranking, uh, for me, it's, it's somewhere in there. And it's also hard for me to put it there just cause we, we've never really seen anything like this before from Marvel. You know, it's, it's hard to know where to put it a little bit, but I think it's somewhere in there, but it, I will say at the end of the day, besides the, the sitcom stuff at the beginning, it does feel like just one big Marvel movie, you know, which is really nice. You know, I love that about it. Um, uh, it, it's kind of like my nightly routine. I watch a couple episodes of a sitcom, then I'll watch a movie, you know, it feels like that, but, but yeah, I think it's somewhere between nine and 12. I'd say I'll, I'll, I'll get there where I'll put it for sure at some point, but it's somewhere in there. Yeah. When I get back to, I want, you know, obviously I'm going to go back and rewatch this a bunch of times as I do with all my MCU stuff. I, I, I think after my next rewatch, I'll have a better, I'll, I'll know for sure probably where I'll put it. Um, I just can't, like I said, Jacob, I can't put it in my Holy Grail. Not yet. It's not, it's not, it's not quite there yet, but it's still, it's still fantastic. And as far as like overall comic book shows, 
I don't even watch the boys, Ben, but for me, like the boys is still the cream of the crop when it comes to comic book shows. I just think the way the handle of subject matter and all the performances and just you know, it's cool to have graphic violence, but if it doesn't mean anything, it kinda of, it's kinda of like, oh, it's just violence for violence. You know, this is violence with a purpose, you know, and, and you know, you're emotionally attached to these characters. So the boys is still the cream of the crop for me. But this is probably like second or third on my list in terms of all time like comic book shows. It's right up there, like I think it's probably the number two or number three in terms of like, you know, the boys, probably this or Daredevil and then and then um the runaways. Which is on Hulu and now it's on Disney Plus. I I love The Runaways a lot. So if you guys haven't watched The Runaways, which is a, it's supposed to be connected to the MCU, but it's not really. It's it's kind of like its own little standalone thing. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how I see it. It's 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 a great it's a great great comic book property, and it it deserves to be higher up on the ranks in terms of comic book shows. So, um, Jacob, do you watch The Boys? I've seen a few episodes with my dad, but I've actually never like he watches it and he loves it, you know. And I, I saw like a couple things here and there. I know like Homelander, that's the one really yeah. bad Captain America Superman guy, right? And mm-hmm. so I, I know a little bit of it. It's one of those shows I always tell myself I'm gonna go walk, go back and watch at some point, you know. But I just never do. Another good one is uh, the Umbrella Academy. I think that was based off a comic book. Yeah. Uh, I think a band the guy what's that is. My Chemical Romance or something. The guys from some band wrote it, I think. And anyways, mm. that's kind of a fun Netflix uh, comic book show that that you can tell takes a lot of inspiration from other comic books, but but it's real good. So, but yeah, WandaVision definitely deserves to be up there. Like, I think my favorite still might be that first season of Daredevil. I really love that one. Yeah, it's a great but season. It is, and I, I hope we get to see him again sometime, Rod. We'll see. But but yeah, it's it's up there. It definitely deserves to be up there just in terms of what it does and i think this show just with tv in general it changed things you know uh i don't think there's ever been really a show quite like this that's done like hey let's do sitcom stuff at first but then let's go into like a more thing that's like one continuing story it's like just the way they did it i don't even know how to describe it you know so it doesn't have a name yet (laughs) how about you ben i know you don't watch the the boys but I know you've watched yeah. like Daredevil and stuff like that. So oh, I love Daredevil. That's probably still the the number one uh, in terms of quality. But I also really like uh, Agents of Shield, which I know is kind of controversial. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> I I just I really got into the characters uh, and stuff and uh, the all the interconnecting stories and everything. So, but yeah, this one division definitely up there with those. And I I would need to watch uh, Runaways. I'll add that to my list. Me too. Well, watch the boys first. The boys is the cream <laughs> of the crop for me. I I love the boys, but uh, yeah, definitely watch the Runaways. Runaways. It's only three seasons because they canceled it after uh, there was a lot of stuff. It was kind of in that weird time of yeah the acquisition phase and everything. And I don't think Feige really wanted to mess with them anymore. So because it was it wasn't Feige's thing, you know. So it sucks because the show was really great, but they did a great job of ending a three season arc. So I would recommend it. It's all, they're all on Hulu. I think they're all on Disney Plus now, actually, too. So definitely check out the Runaways, guys. But like I said, The Boys comes first. Great show. Two seasons. Me and in. the boys gonna watch The Boys. Yeah, hey, I like that. <laughs> hey, I like that, Jacob. I, I Ben, I forgot to tell you, I did finish Agent Carter a couple of weeks ago. Good. Damn. Yeah. Loved it. Cool. That was, cool. That was, that was a fun show. That yep. was fun. I liked it a lot. I love Haley Atwell so much. She's oh, awesome. Man. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, speaking of shows, 
we've got a lot of other Disney Plus shows we've got coming out this year, mm-hmm. including the four movies. <laughs> I mean, we're, we are it's it's MCU heavy for the rest, of, you know, not just this year, but next year we're probably going to have even more content than this year. So I think what next year we've got like what four more movies and like you know She Hulk and uh, Moon Knight and I, I yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot, a lot of stuff, yeah, yeah. But just this year alone, in terms of shows, we still have we got Falcon and Soldier coming out next week, on the nineteenth, and then we have Loki coming out in June, which is like a month after Black Widow the movie comes out, and then we got What If coming out probably sometime in July or August, I assume. Whenever you know Shang Chi is kind of done with its theatrical run, I'm assuming What If will come out right after that. Hawkeye and then Miss Marvel. Well, they haven't said which one comes first. I think it's Hawkeye then Miss Marvel. That could always change because of COVID. But what I've been hearing is that Miss Marvel is almost done shooting. I think Hawkeye, it looks like Hawkeye, they're still really deep into production on that. So I would think Hawkeye might come out last now and Miss Marvel might come out before that. But who knows? Who knows? It's TV. They can work it all out. So, in terms of our excitement, guys, I'm going to count, let's count out Falcon Winter Soldier because that's coming out next week. And I know we're all excited for that. That's my most, that was actually my most anticipated Disney Plus show, uh, MCU Disney Plus show, I should say. So between Loki, What If, Hawkeye, and Miss Marvel, what are we all looking forward to? I'm coming to you first, Jacob. Well, I'm looking forward to Hawkeye. You know, we got Jeremy Renner coming back, and I'm excited to see where his character is. You know, he went on that crazy rampage of killing people because he didn't have his family, but now he's got his family back. His wife called him on the magical telefo- telephone at the <laughs> endgame, and, and, you know, she, she's back, and it's like, what's he going to do? Like, I'm just really curious to see where his character is going to be out, back and. You know, we got my girl. I, I hope she's my future wife. Haley Steinfeld coming in as, as I got. I always had a little bit of a crush on her, but she's we so all do, Jacob. I, I feel like every guy just does now. I feel you know. There's a there's a couple of girl. You know that that came out wrong. There's a there's a couple <laughs> of actresses that I'm sure we all have a crush on. That that came out a lot better. Okay. Yeah, I got what you're saying, Rod. But <laughs> no, where just, I was going, it was going to sound really wrong. Oh. <laughs> But but she's a great actress. You know, you got like Edge of 17, uh, Bumblebee, which is my favorite Transformers movie, and uh, the, the, the True Grit remake that was like the first thing I remember her seeing in. I just, I love her so much. She's such a great actress, and I'm so excited we get another powerhouse actress in the MCU because the more of those, the better, you know, and I think she's going to be really good as Kate Bishop. So I, it's going to be fun to see her and Jeremy Renner kind of buddy cop things, you know. I, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Hawkeye's mine. So, Ben, before you go, Bumblebee's your favorite. Tra- Jacob. Oh, yeah. 2007's Transformers is brilliant. That is a good brilliant, movie. I tell you. I like that movie a lot, but just Bumblebee. I'm, I like the heart it's got. And uh, yeah. it's just, there's something about that movie that's so charming and so fun. And, and I think it's cause it's also, cause it's kind of small, you know, it kind of yeah. condenses transformers into this place. And I think I was so tired of it being big, you know, from the, I love, like I said, I love that first one, but the sequels, I hated all of them. I don't like any of them. And I, I know that, that, that I know some people like dark of the moon, but I didn't even like that one after 
the, the I, I don't even think I watched the the last night the Anthony Hopkins one, but I watched uh, the Age of Extinction one. I was like, I just want all the Transformers to die. I hope they go explode somewhere. <laughs> I was just like, I just like, I don't care anymore. You know, they they just need to leave this planet. They're tearing it up, and I just I was mad. So when when then when Bumblebee came out, it made me happy again, and it restored my hope in Transformers. So that's why I like it so much. <laughs> You know what we? You know, there's a movie called John Tucker Must Die. Jacob, we gotta make a movie called All Transformers Must Die. We need that, Jacob. They were just causing so much trouble, and I hated how Megatron was always the bad guy, no matter what. Like you know, it's just it he just, would always come back in some form. It was like, wait, no, you died last movie. He was he was like Loki. He's like Loki. Yeah, he's even worse. <laughs> like it's like I don't. I was just like I don't care. Just come up with another robot villain. You know, it could be the robot from Short Circuit. For all I care, he goes rogue, and but it's just like it's just like it's just oh man, that that series frustrates me so much after the the fourth movie. But I, I mean, through the fourth movie, I I don't know if I'll ever watch number five, but but yeah, Bumblebee's great. I'm sorry I got on that tangent, but that's okay, that's okay. You know, we'll have to have a Transformers discussion because our buddy Mark he loves Transformers, so I'm sure we'll have that discussion one day, and <laughs> I'm sure that might be our most heated discussion. And for what for reasons unknown, we'll probably never know why it'll be our most heated discussion. But that's a conversation <laughs> for another day. Maybe we can get it is. on then too. Back to the MCU, the much better franchise. <laughs> uh, ben. Yeah, so for, for me, I really like the weird. I'm excited for all the the weird and out there stuff that MCU is going to do. Uh, so the what if is really enticing to me, especially how it's animated. It's something, uh, something else that's new for, for the MCU. Uh, but honestly, I think Loki um, might be my favorite. I know we were joking these died a lot and come back it just keeps coming back uh just when we thought he was out they pull him back in but uh <laughs> got five three but um yeah i just i really like history a lot because uh, i'm a nerd and i think he's he's going to different time periods and stuff so that'll be really cool to see uh, you know kind of kind of like the sitcom things they do here with wandavision so and then uh i know owen wilson's in it wow so <laughs> excited to see him coming to uh the the franchise so yeah i'm I'm pretty hyped for that one no i i i i was always hesitant about that loki show because he just keeps dying and i loved while it was very gruesome i thought it was a very heroic way for loki to kind of end yeah his arc um it was you know it was it was sad he had to go in the first five to seven minutes but it worked i thought it worked but after that trailer they showed the investors me i was like okay i'm i'm in that trailer was awesome, and uh, I just hope that, I just hope people don't forget that this takes place on a different timeline, different branch yeah. of reality, and not our current MCU timeline. So I hope they kind of, and maybe in like the prologue or something, they replay that scene from Endgame and where she gets away and stuff, uh, just so it's like a kind of a, a refresher. Because I feel like some people probably might get confused by that. Mm-hmm. But it looks like too, um, there's a shot in the trailer of that Loki uh, of Loki where you see like a like in a like a pretty apocalyptic New York and you see the Avengers Tower all destroyed and everything. So I'm curious if like some events from the MCU past is gonna be changed and you know, I'm I'm curious. So yeah, that's a that's a good choice, Ben. I'm with I'm with I'm with Jacob on this one though. I'm really looking forward to Hawkeye. Just it, it, I feel like it might have that same vibe as Falcon Warner Soldier. 
but I, I kind of like this mentor mentee thing going on between him and Haley Steinfeld. It seems like maybe he's training her to be the next kind of hot guy. And so, you know, so Clint can just be with his family on the farm and have, you know, hot dogs and hamburgers with his family and just shoot arrows and stuff. So um, I, I'm curious too how Wanda deals with her grief over vision Wanda vision. I'm curious how, how much they're going to explore Clint's grief over Natasha. Uh, that I feel like they have, there's a lot you can explore with that because of how close they were. And there's rumors that he's going to have a, a, a post-credit scene cameo in Black Widow, so we'll see. But I would really like to see a, not to the level of Wanda's grief, but just I want to see Clint kind of dealing with his grief a little bit. I don't need it for all six or how many ever episodes they do, but just, you know, just I hope they mention it, and I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. And like you said, Jacob, when you get an actress on Haley Steinfeld's level, and I'm glad, I'm so glad you mentioned True Grit because she is so good in True Grit. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I still think Edgar Seventeen is her best role. And uh, like you said, we all have a little crush on her, so you know it's always great to have her. And then you then you got Vera Farmiga coming in too. Vera Farmiga is a very underrated actress who no one talks about. Uh, she 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 kills in everything she's in. Uh, well, and, I love her. Yeah, and then apparently Florence Pugh's going to be in this too. So I'm excited about that because Florence Pugh's been making a name for herself these past couple of years. So, yeah, everything about this Hawkeye series I'm loving. And actually, our buddy Kenneth, he recommended some Hawkeye comics to me, which, which I'm um, going to start as soon as I finish, finally finishing this Eternal series I'm reading right now. So, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff coming down the pipeline. A lot of, lot of good stuff. So as we wrap this up, guys, the, the WandaVision was a great start to, to Phase 4. Uh, you really couldn't have asked for a better start. And I feel bad for Falcon Winter Soldier to kind of have to follow that up. <laughs> but, I, you know, two different shows, so it's gonna it's kind of hard to compare the two. Uh, but let me ask you guys this, because your buddy Troy, uh, Ben, brought up a very good point. It, it seems like there's not going to be a face of the MCU. It just seems to me like there's, there's going to be a whole lot of stories, like not standalone stories, but just different stuff going on in different places. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm still trying to get over not seeing, not having Tony and Cap anymore. But, you know, apparently Cap is back <sighs> for reasons I, I'll never know. I mean, sweet Jesus. But, uh, you know, I I, I want to ask you guys this. Do you think we will ever reach that hype again that we did when we had Infinity War and Endgame? Because I don't think we will. Maybe there'll be stuff that's better than that. I, I, I mean, I don't think so. But uh, do you guys think we'll ever reach? Do you think there'll ever be that project that'll that'll reach that hype, that that level of hype that was with Infinity War and Endgame? Well, Jacob, you want to go first? That's gonna be tough. I, oh man, just that that hype was so real. I mean, I remember going to work that day and I couldn't even focus before Endgame just because it was, <laughs> I remember just, I was so excited, you know, and, and how oh, bad it, it's going to be tough. Cause that's like, I, I feel bad for saying it, but I, I, that I've had more hype for that and more excitement than I have for that for some like made compared to like some more like major life events, you know, it was such a big deal. Um, but, uh, it's going to be tough. I don't know. And it's just those people we had from the beginning, you know, I, I feel like they're not here anymore. And that was part of that hype too. And I I think the only way it could come close and I don't know if they'll ever do this, but the only way that it could ever come close is if they maybe did like a, a force awakens type thing, but with star, I mean, not 
you know, with Marvel, you know, you kind of call back to some of the old stories and maybe Captain America comes back. I don't know how maybe Iron Man comes back like, you know, 20, 30 years from now. And we're all banking on that nostalgia and we're excited to see it. I don't like I don't know how they would bring them back. I don't want to get into that, but I think that would get a lot of people excited if it had been that long since we'd seen any of them, you know. And uh, but it's just it's going to be tough to replicate that again. It was like lightning in a bottle. It really was. You know, it was one of those yeah. lightning in a bottle movie moments that are so special. And and th- that's why it's so good, though, because we don't get those special moments that often. You know, they're they're few and far between. But if they happened all the time, it would wear off real quick. Right. Well, you been? Yeah, I know. I'm so excited uh, for everything that's coming up and the next couple of Avengers. I'm I'm gonna be there to see them. Mm-hmm. I I do think that globally, uh, a lot of people are kind of moving on, maybe, or saying you know there's other things they're interested in now. So and I, I think they they are great at casting. Marvel is, so I don't doubt they'll have great actors come in. But yeah, kind of like you said. Jacob with the lightning in the bottle, just the some people were kind of unknown, and then some people, you know, like Robert Downey Jr. coming coming back into Hollywood and everything. Uh, it was just like a perfect moment for a lot of people. So I don't think it'll it'll reach the heights, but I I hope uh, I hope they get close, and I of course I'm gonna I'm gonna be there when they do. Yeah, so. well I'll be there day one for everything. I mean, shoot, I'm getting up at five in the morning yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, to watch these damn shows. I, I'm I'm not doing that tomorrow for this behind the scenes. Well, I'm getting some sleep tonight. I'm not doing, um, but I, I I'm probably gonna watch it like when I get up at like six or six thirty. I'm gonna watch that behind the scenes thing. Cause I'm I'm really that looks really fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob hit the nail on the head though, Ben, when he said it, it's all about these characters because we spent so much time with them yep. for three phases, and it doesn't seem like they're going down that route again in phase four. Because now it's a mix of old and new, you know, characters from phase from the earlier phases, and you know, got these new characters, and you know, like Shang Chi and you know, Moon Knight and all this stuff. And I, like you guys said, the casting—they've been—they nailed the casting for pretty much everything they've done so far. I, I just maybe just maybe it's just a, a childhood nostalgia kind of thing, you know. And it's just—it's kind of—it really gets hard for me to let go. I just—I just can't envision them reaching those heights again of Infinity War and Endgame because Infinity War yeah. was that 10 year celebration and Endgame of course was the creme de la creme, you know, the 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 end all be all of that saga. So but like you said, Ben, we'll be there, you know, we have a three o'clock in the morning or Thursday night, that first showing and I, I gotta say this though, I that that Doctor Strange movie guys, I am. Oh my God, I can't wait for that to come out. Yeah, it's so, be good. so freaking yep. excited. So with that all being said, I think it's time to go ahead and wrap this up. We, I think we did really good on time, Ben. It's only been about an hour, so give or take. So, yeah, Jacob, thanks for coming on, man, and thanks to Troy and 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 Zach again for for sharing their input and for being on the Instagram uh, live streams for Wandavision. If you had had a chance to check out our Instagram uh, uh, breakdowns, please do. I mean, I don't know what the point is now. You've listened to us talk about pretty much the entire show, but. You know, just in case you want to hear our beautiful voices a couple more times, please go on Instagram and, and, and take a listen and follow our page because we got a lot of good stuff on there. Uh, just one, a couple other things, too. Uh, one, Ben, we did hit a pretty big milestone. Do you want to talk to the good folk about that? 
Yes, uh, thank you to all the listeners. We recently hit 500 listens, um, and we, we've kind of seen in recent weeks our uh, listenership for each episode go up. So thank you very much for that. Uh, I was going to shout out the countries here. We've got a lot. Uh, United States, of course, getting a big portion, uh, but also Sweden, United Kingdom, Ireland, Canada, Germany, Australia, Mexico, Saudi Arabia, Singapore, India, Kuwait, Japan, and Austria. So thank you very much, everyone from around the world, for listening. We hope you continue to do so. I think we know who that Canada one is. Yeah. Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Marky yeah. Mark. Yeah. <laughs> yep. um, but if there's somebody else from Canada, hey, hit us up. Hey. Um, yeah. So we can give you a nice shout out next time. <laughs> A good mm-hmm. Canadian over there. Uh, to the uh, next, I am going to be taking part in the South by Southwest Film Festival next week. So look out on the, our Instagram page for some reviews. I'm, I'm going to try to review all the films. I know I, was, I said I was going to do that for Sundance, and I didn't. It just, you know, stuff just got busy and whatever. But I'm going to try to do it. I'm going to try to do it this year because I'm not watching as many films every day as, as I was for Sundance. So I think the most I have is like five or six that's like next wednesday so but i am looking forward to it uh snyder cut is next thursday and i'm sure we're gonna do a we're gonna do a big spoiler review breakdown for that and that should be a lot of fun all right well jacob where can the good people find you online no um, i'm at jacob bills on instagram and i'm uh the jacob bills show or you can just type in jacob bills on youtube <laughs> thank you jacob and ben working people uh find you online you can find us on Instagram at the Infinity Film Podcast, and you can email us uh, your favorite episode of the One Division series, your your favorite moments, and send us a recording of you singing your favorite theme song from the show. <laughs> uh, you can do all that at the Infinity Bros twenty at gmail dot com. That's the Infinity Bros two zero at gmail dot com. Yes, 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 yes. So again, thank you uh, everyone to to who listened. And, um, yeah, we're really grateful for all our listeners and grateful for you, Jacob, who I feel like you've been on more than 20 episodes at this point now. And, oh, really? Uh, I, I think so. I, I think I've been, I think he's been on more than 20 at this point now. A lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hell, he might've been on 20 this year. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So for, for Ben and Jacob and for, and for me, Rod, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Yep. Thank Look you. Look forward to doing, um, we're going to do some IG lives for Falcon Winter Soldier every week. So look forward to that and uh try not to theorize too much all right calm down on the theories and spoilers and uh but until next time guys we'll see you later for For the the children. children